This is Dean Blandino, NFL Rules Analyst, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings Podcast. Welcome, kings and queens, to the Fantasy Football Kings Podcast. You're with your host, Tyler Mickle Pickle Luke. And, of course, the great one, Patrick. We've got an awesome episode for you lined up today. We're going to do some tight ends as we roll into August, into uh, preseason, into fantasy redrafts. Our episodes are going to kick up to uh, multi-episode weeks here coming up, uh, probably starting this week. Soon we'll be back into the four-episode weeks, kicking off our own drafts here soon. When's our draft? Uh, it's uh, August 27th. It's a big day. I'm not it's counting a, down the minutes or anything like I, that. I need to start uh, I have one of those, uh, prepping. Christmas. One of my favorite days of the year. Mm-hmm. I have one of those countdown to Christmas calendars on my uh, on my refri- refrigerator. I just wake up and I rip the date off. Yeah, it's better than Christmas. One day closer to the draft. Does it start I, I eat a piece of chocolate of every day. Well, no, it actually starts as soon as I leave the draft room. Yeah, August 29th it starts. And then I'm like, all right, I'm <laughs> yeah. first thing, set my lineup. The second thing, mock draft for next year. Yeah. <laughs> So yes. today's episode, tight ends, we're basically just talking about Tim Tebow, right? The right. fact that he's just destroying yep. Jaguars training camp, catching touchdowns left and right. It's going to be sick. Sleeper I, tight end, dude, honestly. Swear I'm to not kidding, though. I did see a, a video of him, and he is yoked. He's huge. He's huge. He is massive. Yep. And he's now, moving. Like much he's not bigger. moving like a refrigerator. Like no. He actually is kind of moving a little bit. I mean, I think he's going to make the team. Honestly. There's so many people that are so mad if he makes the team, bro. I, it's hope, like he, in, I hope he just... I well, hope he crushes I, it. I like that he will. it's very clear they're not doing any of this nonsense quarterback shit, you know, and making it so that there's no, any he's a weird end, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, like, oh, you know, people freaking out about that. He's he's strictly a tight end, and uh, yep, I agree, man. I'm I'm excited to see Tim Tebow. Hopefully, he makes the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fingers crossed. If not, they got extra practice spots. I think still. I don't know if veterans can go on those. I think they can now because of COVID and all that stuff, but. Let's get right into it. Let's get into the news and notes. And we will start off with a man who stays injured, loves getting injured, and he hurt his little foot. Is uh, Carson Wentz. He hurt um, his little foot. Man, damn it. What did he... Uh, I, I don't think they've came out with the actual injury, what it is yet. They said it's not Liz Frank, and that's the one that would have been really, really bad. That or damn bitch, Frank. Liz Frank. Yeah. They say he needs <laughs> surgery, but it's not supposed to be season-ending. But I think he's going to – isn't he going to try to go like 10 days, I think, yeah, or something so like he's that. trying to naturally heal it. But that never works, <laughs> ever, <laughs> almost What ever. did he do? <laughs> His body he, doesn't seem to heal. He popped uh, – ser- they haven't released what it is yet, but he said he heard a pop in his foot, which is never good. Nope. Um, very injury-prone guy, so you know it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's out indefinitely right now. They got a backup quarterback in there. His name's Jacob Eason. I'm actually a big fan of him. Played at Georgia. They um, picked I up thought old. he got drafted by the Patriots. Who drafted Jacob Eason? Was it the Colts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Colts. He's I think he's second year guy, right? Yeah, he hasn't got a chance to play yet, but he's 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 talented. I think you know he might be better than Wentz, but I'm I'm just going to be the guy that says that on the show and then sees what happens. It's like a Skip Bayless take. Are you sure he you're was drafted get, by the you're Colts? You're not going to get any uh, qualms from me over here, Skip, on that take. I think you're thinking of the guy in the Jags who kind of is like this. Isn't his name? Uh, well, there's Ethan oh, Stick, too. Wait, who did Jacob Eason? Jacob Eason-y. Who did he replace at Georgia? And that guy went to play at Washington. Um, boy, I don't know. There's, uh, there's Browning, a, uh, Jake Browning, I believe, was Washington. No, was, so that's just guy. Google machine that one. 
I mean, so the Wentz injury, the thing with that was that, like, I wasn't really high on any Colts players anyway. So now this really, like, Michael Pittman was the, you know, obviously Jonathan Taylor, but, like, in terms of their receiving targets, Pittman is really it. And so this this makes that all really uncertain. Um, other than that, I mean, I don't think any of us were drafting T.Y. Hilton. Um well, or, their, or their next tight end. I, I'm sure T.Y. late, you know. Yeah, like he's, that, he's a flyer guy because if he gets that little receiver. But spe- I mean, with Wentz out. I mean, no, yeah, Jacob yeah. Eason is the guy that started at Georgia and got replaced. Yeah. Went to Washington. Who replaced Jacob Eason? He had that great national championship game against Alabama. Aaron Murray. Yeah. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. Like it's a... Uh, yeah, Jake, Jake, Jake Fromm, Fromm, probably. Jake Fromm. Yeah, and they also had Justin he, Fields. Did he get, who drafted Jake Fromm? Who does have Jake Fromm? Jake Fromm State is on Fromm. the... Uh, Jacob Eason uh, Jake Wasn't Fromm it the Patriots? Justin Fields walk into a... Uh, you know, you know what happened to Jacob Eason year one? I think he got caught on some bad tweets. Uh, pre- the Bills. The Bills drafted Jake Fromm. He had the bad tweets. <laughs> oh, is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, no. So Jake Fromm... I it thought was Jacob, Jacob Eason. Eason in Georgia. Jake yeah. Fromm came, replaced Jacob Eason. Jacob Eason went to Washington... Then the Colts draft. Eastland. We're gonna get to the bottom of this shit. Yeah. Not so anyway, this matters. Anyway, Carson Wentz sucks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I wouldn't draft. Carson I liked Wentz. Carson Wentz Anyways, this year, though. This yeah. It, it, well, the thing that sucks the most is that he doesn't make it to week one. So I got. So I can tell you all. I told you so. Like, I don't <laughs> want to say I told you so because the guy got, you know, banged up. Banged up. But it was but, a, he just he does get hurt, and it, even if it didn't happen in practice, it could have happened in a game because he holds the ball too long well, and was, plays recklessly. Um, and, there was that play out of. If you saw from practice where he launched that bomb down the field, no. Uh, so he threw this like, I'm not gonna lie, he chucked this thing like a Mahomes level. He has run, a, that's the, the thing that chuck. keeps getting him shots is he has the arm talent. For and sure. everyone was talking about it, but then on Twitter, like other analysts were chiming in, going, uh, "Buddy, when he rolls out of the pocket, the guy standing there touching him with one arm is DeForest Buckner, and he would have flattened Carson Wentz mm-hmm. in a game." Like, <laughs> yep, that's the thing. He gets knocked down a lot, um, so that that sucks. Um, I mean. Like I said, I don't know that it really impacts the fantasy board like all that much. I mean, what do you think it does to Jonathan Taylor? Nah, I mean this has to hurt everyone, right? But I'm just saying there was no one in the first place that you were. Ty Hilton. Well, (laughs) so I think what it does is it has people like Ty where you were thinking about taking a flyer on him, which was going to be a mistake, and now instead of thinking about it, you're (laughs) just like, you know what? It's not not worth my time. It's I was Um, getting stoked about my fourteenth round picks are just guesses. I was really getting stoked about Pittman, but that sucks. So Neam Hines probably biggest bump from this. um, Probably gets pretty pretty involved in the offense. They just use a bunch of screen game. Yeah. yeah, I don't really. I never. I didn't really want Jonathan Taylor where he was getting taken anyway. Um, if they're who I deem to be pretty good quarterback is out, and it's some you know second year never played quarterback that's going to be starting for them. You got to wait and see on Wentz. So once we get an injury timeline after this little ten day period where he tries to naturally heal from it, we'll see what happens. You know what this does is all but guarantee that. Uh, Zach Ertz is not going to be traded to the Colts. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad we brought this up. Well, that's a that's a news item. Ertz, it looks like, is going to stay with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles yeah, this forget, year. Yeah, forget the news items. You guys saw his stupid hair. No. I liked it. Oh, come on. The blonde? Patrick. <laughs> is it stupid? I said I liked it. We got to find this. If it's, it's wild hair, I, I fucking no, love just, stuff. Dude, just he did. looks like he's like in a punk band when he's 16 no it's blonde it's not black it's probably so sick emo like bleach blonde yeah it's like the beach blonde like it's probably awesome it's pretty (laughs) cool 
I mean, yeah, yeah that. So Ertz Ert, was that in the news? I didn't see that. That uh, it's he's like. Yeah, it, it I mean, makes sense. Um, we're gotten, we've gotten pretty August, close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they they expect him to be with the team this year. Maybe a trade deadline deal. You know, sure. at a later the Bills year. were the team I was expecting him to go to. Yeah, it'd be a great. Oh, he bleached it. The thing is, people yeah, don't want to pick up that stupid. contract. Thank you know, and he's not, not really getting hair. separation okay, right? okay. anymore. <laughs> That's Harry Rollins, like your like eighth grade class. No, this is like... not. Tech. I thought he did some wild stuff. This is stupid. Thank you, Patrick. All right. And he's not going to be fantasy relevant anyway. So. I was talking yeah, I was gonna say, all, uh, what, going to say all what that impacts is Dallas Goddard. Like Dallas Goddard's yeah. like super high up on a lot of tight end rankings, which I've, we'll get into today. And Ertz can only just hurt struggling too. Yeah, Goddard's kind no, of no. So he didn't struggle. So he, he didn't pass his physical. But the reason why he didn't pass his physical is that he did the drill wrong. <laughs> it's oh, not because he didn't pass. He like yeah, he like Reaver stepped. was on that too, right? I think like you know part of the drills is like staying in the lines or something. Um, like if you're doing a shuttle drill, if you step out, like, so it's not something that like, if he can't do, it's not concerning. It's not right. Like, Cause I saw it was he completed the physicals. It, w- it wasn't like, Oh dude, he's too fat. He can't do it. Like, <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. it was that he messed it up. He never strikes me as the super athletic first round tight end that he was drafted to be. Oh, he is bro. I, he can catch ball. He's fast. Like he's good. Um, I realized how old he was the other day. And I kind of had that thought in my mind of like, Okay. <laughs> like we've been talking about this guy longer. We talking about yeah, CJ. what's he like? Twenty six, twenty seven. Doing a whole lot. Does he feel like he has the <laughs> tight end pedigree of uh, Hawkinson or Noah Fans or Kyle Pitts or uh, you know even remember mm-hmm. OJ Howard was like this <laughs> superhero. OJ. OJ Last year was going to be it for Goddard. He, it, it, the stars had aligned. Ertz was out, and like yeah. they had they had wide open target tree, and then he gets hurt. I dumped I think my entire fat budget on. Goddard that yeah, one you week. Did. And that was bad, bad move. I picked him I was up rocking and then he, one he of the got... Seattle tight ends. Yeah, one of the yeah. five Seattle tight ends before that. Um all right, next news item is that it looks like Deshaun Watson is back at camp and he's playing uh safety. practice team safety. <laughs> so he is refusing to what? I think play that's quarterback. the team doing that, right? Yeah. I think Yeah, they don't the even team. want to play him. So He's being a jackass. They're well, and I guess maybe that says they're trying to trade him because they don't want him to get hurt. Yeah. Or something. I don't know, actually. Cause it's you a think... little pr in, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. In I theory, don't... he just showed up. Right. Which was what he had to do to not, to get, not get fined. fined. They're sitting there like, we understand you came because you're not going to be fined, but like, we can't actively include you in our plans because yeah. you're not in them. Right. Yep. They have moved on, and uh, rightfully so, man. Guy's in a... 22 civil suits. You don't want to throw that guy on the field. Is it 22? Yeah, it's 22. I think it's down to 20 and two criminal suits now. I don't know. I hear something new every week about him. So do we draft Brandon Cooks? Yes. I am yeah. still in on Cooks. Yeah, Cooks Just, is still worth it as ADP. Which I, running back do we want? Tyrod Taylor. I guess David Johnson, but uh, I only think that's because he gets first crack at the how long do you last before your knees fall off and the next retiree comes in? I saw Mark Ingram might not make the team. Yeah, eighth eighth round, seventh pick, ADP mm-hmm. for Brandon Cooks. I like him. I mean, that's eighth I round. I don't like him in the eighth round with Tyrod. Well, it's not Tyrod. I think it might be um, – nah, it's going to be Tyrod. <laughs> <laughs> Who fucking knows? It's not a pick you're going to be too crazy about, but the dude always produces. Cooks mm-hmm. uh, always does. Cooks Claypool. Claypool. I'm taking Claypool. Wow, well, yeah. I, Claypool. Well, Claypool also does have a round higher ADP. I, I feel like there are just games on the rankings that there. Cooks will have like zero points. Yeah, sure. shit. Now I'm looking at it. I'd rather have almost Even every single Claypool one of these wideouts ahead of him. Who? Every single one around him, I'd I'd want ahead of him. That's what I'm saying. The eighth round is too early. 
How do they have T. Higgins freaking lower? Well, Brandon Cooks. Like, I want Antonio Brown above Brandon good. Cooks. I want Cortland Sun, obviously. I want Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Claypool. Of course, Odell, but that's stupid. You know, I'm thinking that this might be a little bit increased just because Deshaun Watson's been in the news and people maybe think, oh, he's coming back. And so this is Brandon drafting. Cooks down, bro. Look, he's yeah. trending down here. Yeah. So he, he was, was higher. higher. <laughs> yeah. Well, they probably thought maybe it's. It'll slow. I want Jerry still Judy over. Look at that ADP. Yeah. The only Luke, scroll, one farther scroll, down is scroll. AB. I want Jerry Judy over Brandon Cooks. I want. That's uh, about where that's, it that's stops. Much it. I'll yeah. take Curtis Samuel over him too. Shit. Bro. Honestly, I'll probably take Pittman. <laughs> Do we though? Devontae Smith's ADP is Corey a Smith, the number wow. one. The I. What I about some, somebody's got to catch. What about anti-vaxxer Colby? Yeah, I don't want to do a thing. Like, I don't want to go too overboard. But lit- but honestly, everyone in the tier with Cooks, I do want over him. Mm-hmm. O- Odell, this is blasphemous that Odell is here. All right. Or, do you agree with this, that Odell should be the wide receiver 33? You, are you going to be the guy that reaches on Odell, Pat? See, I'm looking at that one. And is gets the, the same And gets the same, oh, no. gets the same for the sixth round. round. Mm-hmm. That's that's a reach for me. Odell, I, can't, I, can't Odell, I might do it. Six or Cooks middle of the eighth. I'll take Cooks middle of the eighth all day. No, I'll take Odell. Middle yeah, I'll, t- I'll take Cooks over uh, Odell's eighty. In my I guess. spot at the end of the fifth, beginning of the sixth, I'm willing to take Odell as my third receiver. Me too. Or yeah, there about fifth. Actually, he'll be my fourth in my in that strategy. He'll be my fourth receiver. Yeah, but. fifth kind of freaks me out. But <laughs> in the middle of the sixth, I'm down. I don't know. I was thinking of this going completely off base here because we were talking about Tebow earlier. Did, uh, did you guys see the whole Kelvin Benjamin saga? Yeah, yeah, and how there was like two fake reports. The fake that he, report that first yeah. came out. Uh, what a uh, that he was stealing snacks. <laughs> he was stealing snacks. Yeah. Shut Stop the it, fuck. Bro. Yeah. yeah. ESPN like saw the fake report and picked it up and put it in. Was it a Barry McConner? It was something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, oh, it it was an actual fake report. It was an actual yeah. fake report. So there was an actual yeah. incident where apparently <laughs> him and Joe Judge got into a heated argument at practice. But this report that got out in front of the actual report was heated, heated <laughs> argument ensued. No one knows why. And then a uh, report from like someone with sources on the team was uh, he's been stealing snacks. He didn't lose the weight. They wanted him to lose, what was it, 13 more pounds. He didn't lose it coming into camp. So the first day of camp, he walks up to him and says, fat ass, get off my team. That part, no, was, no, that part, that part was no. It was something about his weight, though. But the weird part was, was Kelvin responded with, "I'm now playing tight end for you, and you want me to drop 15 pounds, which would put me five pounds lighter than my playing weight at wide receiver when I had a thousand yards mm-hmm. in my rookie year." Yeah, I did see he that. But a, he probably has bad weight now, though. I think see, Kelvin, he had good weight. Kelvin I, still I isn't humble enough. Kelvin, <laughs> I think Kelvin still isn't humble enough to do it because the guy, if he wants the job that bad, you do it. Isn't yeah. it crazy? When these NFL guys that really probably I, – I don't know if Kelvin has anything else going for him. I haven't heard of anything else. Like, this is your shot. Maybe just do it. You know, much try a little harder. Guy never has to pay for a drink in Tallahassee, but, I mean, those cost you a dollar. So Yeah. And it's <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where is he now again? Carolina. He's, no, well, no, he's, he's on, nowhere he's now. He's yeah. on the Giants, but he's now he's – on couch now. Now is he's, he? now yep. he's on Was couch. Eating snacks. Is it worth being so prideful? I mean, After if you that, got a bunch of free snacks for the weekend. Yeah. It might have been. For <laughs> thing, <laughs> whenever <laughs> I hear snacks, the, I always just think Welch's. Gummy Me too. Packs. I'm a fruit <laughs> snacks guy. Yeah. Dinosaurs. Always Welch's gummy packs. That's what I think of. All right, one more news item probably before we get into the tight ends. Uh, running back here, we haven't talked too much about. Tyler's pretty high on him. I feel like Tyler's going to reach on him. Antonio but Gibson. his name is Michael Carter. 
He starts the I'm camp with the first him. team. Off <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, think got the, I think he got the king of confused on the highest. Yeah, I love him. I love him. <laughs> Michael Carter starts the team with the first team offense. Guy averaged eight yards a carry at college. Granted, eight played, yards a yeah, carry, and his and his teammate averaged six point seven, which I think was the second highest. What t- what team? Javante Williams. Javante Williams, who is Denver's running back. Why did they ever pass the ball? Yeah. Well, they did. So the UNC is, didn't play a lot of good teams. The thing is, they did so. pass the ball a ton to Michael Carter. Uh, He's like a beast receiving yeah. running back. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, and it makes yeah. sense. Tevin Coleman's just a guy, and as long as this guy, as long as Carter's not like actively blowing pass blocks and stuff, I'm sure he's gonna get um, a lot of first team shots. Hey, I saw so, a. Uh, well, oh, let's sorry, keep ta- is, let's keep I'm talking gonna, about Michael yeah. Carter if you're gonna talk about him. And then you can bring up your little thing. I'm not. Okay. Gonna talk about him, Michael Carter. I think do he's we think week one starter, or do they start with Tevin Coleman, who sucks? So it, it should be the, Michael Carter. The latest word out of camp is that it's going to be Michael Carter. It should be. Um, but that they'll be using kind of – they will be using rotation, but the first guy out there will probably be Carter. And the guy on, I think, third downs. Coleman is a good third down player. Can we, too. Expect, block? Thing. Can we expect a high ceiling, though, because of how shitty the Jets are going to be? I don't be. think That's they're going to be problem. that bad. I, th- I think there won't be. I don't think they'll be great, but I think they'll be better than they've been the past three years. I don't think this is the same Jets. I think you can draft some of their guys. Actually, so I wanted to believe that until they ran into their contract issue and their rookie quarterback missed the first like two or three. Yeah, days what the hell camp. was that? I know that is the most just bafflingly terrible move that you're trying to like actually turn around your organization. You draft this kid second overall, and, and they got throws, Joe Flacco out there. It's like, come <laughs> yeah. on, like. Yeah, I mean... And then Salah's like, well, we really wish he would have been out here. It's like, okay, well, you shouldn't have offered him that ridiculous contract that even Trey Lance looked at and was like, what the fuck is this? Like, Yeah, no. Trey Lance was another one that kind yeah, of went they up all, to Yeah, the there was like some weird language in it, and that's never been in like rookie deals before, and their agents were like, you're not signing that at all. Like, there's not a, not a remote chance. I think that Luke brings up a good point about Carter's ceiling, because... Jets could Jets could be you know better, but still probably not a high flying offense by any means. They could surprise, but but yeah, I, I think he's got top twenty four season in him. You know, um, right around that yeah. RB two territory. Where, where's Carter being drafted? Well, his ADP right now is uh, pretty much ninth round, eight eight point eleven. Yeah. But give me that old in every mock I've seen, he's like fifth a, sixth round. Yeah, okay. so that makes more sense. I think he's um, gonna that I've well, been in. I think he could climb ahead of maybe Moster and maybe Hunt. We'll see in preseason. You know, if he's ripping off nice runs, it could get it could climb pretty high if he's if he does the Amir Abdullah and juke yeah. someone out in preseason. But I mean, uh, the good news is is that you know, unlike a, when you're probably, taking like a Javante Williams, where you're relying on his talent to win out as the season goes on. I mean, they do seem like they're going to give him the crack at first, which means it's his job to lose. Yep. I'm so excited over the next three weeks to get almost fired from my job because all I do Check in is, is updates. mock <laughs> yes. all day. I'm, yep. And I'm going to start printing them out, I think, to actually have like in front of me at the draft what teams could look like if I do certain. Yeah, we're gonna I made a whole folder on my – I don't know if I've shown you this. I made a whole folder. I started doing of the mocks? Year. Of yeah, what 2021 the mock drafts, that's and I good. screenshot and put them do. in that folder to, um, to look at how many leagues am I in this year? Are we doing armchair? No. I think we replaced no. sleeper with I'm in f- I'm in five leagues. Yeah. But Fantasy like is fun. two of them, one of them I really don't care about. One is our dynasty. Two are old leagues I've been in. So two in. you don't and care about because it's your lineup's ravaged by injury. <laughs> Michael Thomas news. <laughs> it's my, we, we had yeah, that I last just, time. You're right. When Michael Thomas got hurt, I put in Kareem Hunt. 
Not bad. My team is sick. Not bad. All right. (laughs) Actually, one more news item we didn't talk about. A little concerning here. That's why one. Got a concerning news item, YouTube. Oh, no. I have a question for you. And this is actually mainly towards Pickle and Tyler. Okay. Be quick. On the season, Mm -hmm. who finishes higher? Hello, Tyler. Yeah, I'm looking at the board. Antonio Gibson or Austin Eckler? Gibson, uh, so here's Eckler's the thing. Gibson has higher. way more touchdown upside, I think, than Eckler. Because, and funny enough, we there was just a report um, from yesterday that they really do expect like the goal line stuff for the Chargers to be Eckler sometimes, but also Larry Roundtree and Joshua Kelly. So oh, that's gross. I know. And so Gibson, though, he scored like ten touchdowns last year. He he has the goal line work for them. Um, so even if he doesn't get the receptions, like he's growing on me, he's gonna get the touchdowns. And so, but guys, yeah. he he didn't get all that much work last year. And JD McKissick's still there. I'm a little nervous about. Well, that's Gibson. what I was saying. About Look at those the, numbers. He killed it. He had 11 rushing touchdowns on 170 carries. Yeah, that's I think he's served. I think he's that, pretty. That touchdown good. rate is almost 10. percent Right, and I think though the touchdowns are gonna stay because they're never putting JD McKissick in on goal line. You know, like anytime they get to goal line, it's Gibson time. So Except the receptions the... are what worries me about Gibson's like ceiling. He's never gonna be able to hit the like top five ceiling if he doesn't. If those JD McKissick catches don't go to him. didn't JD McKissick score a rushing touchdown against the Bucks in the playoffs? Uh, I, think I don't know. He did. I saw yeah, it in the show. Gib- uh, Gibson, Gibson was but Gibson and Gibson had his terrible toe. toe injury. But yeah, so yeah, Gibson's nasty. I think Eckler is is the safer pick, hundred percent, because yeah. he he's going to get the same amount of work. Like they're not going to get huge workloads. I don't think Gibson is going to be a three hundred touch guy. No, he won't be. He'll be what, what he last year. He had small. Last year he had 200 touches. It looks like it's 170 plus 36. He probably gets the 250. I mean, I don't know if they want to. I probably Rivera, will I never have Antonio maybe, Gibson maybe. on any of my teams, but I, I'm. I, it's one of those where he's cool. like, I, I'm willing. To, I might be. I'll probably be wrong. Right. Well, Actually, I, I don't think I'll be wrong. I think kinda, he's gonna be a nasty. It's kind of a twofold thing though, because we can see the path for like McKissick could be a thing. Then there's the Fitz doesn't really throw to the running back. So even if McKissick's not a thing. How what many, am I missing about Aaron Does, Jones being sure. ranked behind Eckler? What, what am I missing about Joe Mixon being above Aaron Jones? What am I missing about Aaron, Aaron well, Jones not being a top a, three uh, ranked? Aaron Jones has a very nice backup that they might decide to play a lot. There, what you're missing there is about about 200 touches by the end of the year. Um, well, oh, man, I know, but Jamal Williams being gone, I feel like, has to be factored something. in a little bit, right? Like a little bit, because Jamal did All get Aaron a lot Jones of run last year. All Aaron Jones has ever done is finished right? greatly. He did, but I'm He's telling nasty. you, when you go look at his game logs, the guy has only ever seen over 20, uh, 20 touches in a game like twice in his entire career. Yeah, and Jamal Adams is gone. Like that doesn't go down. He's only ever finished great. It, Jamal like, Adams never is finished on the worse. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is back, bro. He got. Whatever. I'm an Aaron Jones guy. Aaron Jones. I'm an Aaron Jones guy. Doesn't matter to me. I could definitely see him going. Yeah, I I'm, could see him above Mixon Eckler. I guess it, I, maybe they haven't accounted for the full reality of Rodgers coming back. Rankings are so yet. stupid. D- d- honestly, seriously, if we got, if you were this alien, whole thing is stupid. It's a guessing game. Would you take Saquon over Zeke? In any re- in any universe right now. Oh no, take- no, no, no! In and dynasty, in that, yeah, that's in, it. In mocks that I've been doing, Saquon's been dropping a lot. Really? Saquon's been dropping all the way to eight, 
in fact, I did a, a one the other day where he he dropped eight, and uh, I I think people are just very spooked. Well, and then when you the get to thing. that back end, you've got the decision of well, do I really want the guy that might not be there, or just take one of these dope wide receivers off the board? Najee Harris or Saquon Barkley? Najee. Like it's I'm telling Najee. you, it, when you really go into oh, it, it's, I don't know, man. Why? Dude, why? Barkley has a terrible situation. His offensive line is as bad, if not worse, than Pittsburgh, <sighs> and he just lost his best offensive lineman. They, I didn't even see that. Shane Lemieux. Daniel Jones is terrible. I mean, yes. I don't know. It's it's very close. No, you're right. Least. It's not. It's and I it feels like it doesn't get at least even talked about. You know. Well, for how much we give about how Joe Mixon's never performed, even though his final finishes on the season are always good, we're getting to the point where Saquon's literally in the same never camp. ever has performed less than every guy on this list. Saquon's going to go in our second round of our draft. I think he is going to drop it. Saquon has had legitimately one good year of fantasy football. Do you even want him in the early second round? Yeah. Like, don't you want Antonio Gibson over him right now? If he comes to me, pick seven second round. So I do feel a lot like, well, it's a great comparison with Mixon, actually, because I I feel very similar about them. And one's going six picks higher. Who hates Mixon the most on this podcast? The guy that has him in his dynasty team. I want Mixon over Saquon Barkley. That speaks volumes. I won't make, and I love Saquon, and I like Daniel Jones. I just, it's a, it feels, doesn't it fucking feel gross? Well, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> like, the same in what situation. What facet of as your life year. would you just like ignore your gut feeling like this and be like, I'll That's do it? The, the definition of insanity. Yeah. Doing the same this thing, feels doing disgusting. the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. I mean, we're getting to that point with Saquon. You want to yeah. hear it? I'm not trying to do a thing. I'm really not. I want Nick Chubb over Saquon. I want oh, Aaron Jones. Wow. I want Joe Mixon. That's it. Well, the thing, so without getting too, I don't want to shit. I got to talk a little bit positive about him at least. So yeah, the the, the one positive when Barkley is there is that he is going to get a bunch of catches and he is going to get all their goal line work. The problem is not they're not going to have a lot of goal line work to work with probably, but he will get a lot of catches. And so I, I don't want to shit on him too where much. he should be at the back end of the first early second. I think you'll be happy because you'll be able to stack him with another guy. And it'll be nice. If sure. though, in the preseason, he plays and he plays well. He's not. Everything the field. I just said goes off out the window. Top He's top. not touching the field. It is. If you were in training camp right now, you know, doing some, you know, doing a little, looking good, you know, as opposed to being questionable a, for a week one. Freeze frame thigh picture, Saquon. Sure. I need more. Like <sighs> Shit, those are nice. So much. Yeah, that picture. You is need, nice. You need <laughs> another picture sent to you, just a different body part <laughs> yeah just give me a free still picture of something yeah. else of that dick <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh all right one more quick news item it's gonna be uh i'm gonna ask you guys a question are you concerned or actually are you freaking um <laughs> it could be a little bit a little preview to play the season the game um, play the game uh dak prescott uh i'm not sure he's back to practice yet he's had soreness in his shoulder uh, we've seen videos of, I'm sure you guys have all seen CeeDee Lamb pretty much tearing it up right now. Yeah. Um, Mari Cooper's not practicing yet. Any concern about that Cowboys offense? Uh, soreness in the shoulder is what it's called. I think he, never mind. Uh, what, uh, what happened to Dak? Did he, what did he hurt last year? His ankle? Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think a this lot, is actually, probably yeah. them just being as like cautious as possible. Like he felt a little tinge and said. Yeah. And they're like. They probably told him, like, you feel anything, like, you immediately. Yeah. We just paid you a lot of money, yeah, bro. <laughs> like our season fully was just, like. Yeah. So he hasn't dusted. practiced much yeah. yet of training camp, which is kind of scary. Like, you need him there. Uh, big hey, you know for them. who uh, is growing on me? Who's that? Who do I say I'll never draft again, and I draft him every year? Marvin, uh, Jones. Marvin Jones. Amari Cooper. Mm. I'm kind of into him. Growing on you. He hasn't even practiced. He's got a foot injury still I'm from last year. I'm into the idea year. of having him. 
<laughs> Not as my wide receiver. Where's he getting drafted? Fourth round. Yeah, that's fine. I doubt he makes it to you, though. What? It's, yeah, man, start freaking out. Who's going to take? You're I'm right, just, because I'm at the end. Yeah, you're I'm, like, you, I'm you basically fifth rounder. I hate mm-hmm. the edge, bitch. I hate 1 and 12 picks, man. you got to reach. You have to get your guys. Like... Why doesn't anyone offer me decent trades for Christian McCaffrey at one? I will give you because and it's I a don't tough want a lot spot to draft from. I don't want a lot. Yeah. I just do, I'm not going to do just a clean swap for the number one player let's in fantasy. Swap, let's swap Zeke for let's McCaffrey. Give me like a fifth, like a fifth or something, and I'll give you an eighth also. <laughs> That's reasonable, isn't that reasonable? Yeah, it's not for bad. Christian McCaffrey. Do you really want Dalvin Cook, bro? You're freaking. You're trying to trade I'm him already. At all? I'm yes, you are. You in. just I'm told me. Good. I'm good to no. let you reach on McCaffrey. Reach, let me take the true reach RB one of the on draft. McCaffrey, <laughs> says Tyler. Well, joke's on you, bro, because I'm not taking McCaffrey. All right, that'll end the. We just got really. <laughs> we just got one last news note coming real quick. Okay, uh, it's Giants, and it's on on topic with Saquon Barkley. Um, Giants have re-signed Alfred Morris, so just really? a sign maybe that they're not. Super. Devontae uh, Freeman and Alfred Morris making news this week. Making teams, yes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah we right. didn't mention that. Yeah, Devontae Freeman signed with the Saints. Probably means not Kamara a lot third rounder now. Whatever, but, yeah, that's well, something. Uh, if, Kamara, if Kamara were to get hurt, that's an easy handcuff, certainly. Well, they have uh, Latavius. Latavius. So well, yeah, but it, it, if, Latav- if Kamara got hurt, I think that they would just do the same thing. They'd have yeah. Latavius be the um, Quite ha- a running hammer and then have Freeman be the It's a good running back room, I would say. Yep, it is. Devontae played well last year when he was on the Giants. I know T would say the same, even if he didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, huge Florida State guy. Alfred Morris, you want, he is done. <laughs> I don't know what. No, no, man. Digs. He always gets those rushing touchdowns and he hits the home run, man. I love his celebration. Um, but I would say they probably are yeah, a sucks. little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's no a little bit sus. I mean, so was Barkley. everybody laughing at Houston for taking six running backs this offseason, but now the Giants have to go sign Alfred Morris? <laughs> <laughs> Houston's just like, yeah. For the Texans' purposes, that's a great idea. They're yeah. just going to run the ball run. and say, screw this season, right. and let's hoard get this game over. Everything. With. It's like Tyler was like cut. You want to hoard something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, uh, that'll be it for the news and notes. Let's get into the tight ends. Expert consensus rankings, uh, one through twelve. We're going to try to get through, but we might just go one through six and then talk about tight ends. How that bad could do you be. want to say Kyle Pitts number one? We can go pretty quick through well, Kelsey. I mean, Kelsey yeah. is number one. <laughs> well, uh, this man had three hundred and eleven yeah. fantasy points last year. The closest tight end to him had two hundred seventy six. Kelsey, I believe, was the wide receiver two in points, like in our league. Correct? Uh, he scored more than all the other receivers. <laughs> Kelsey is worth a pick as high as four, in my opinion. He was wide receiver three, I think. Right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. if you're looking for safe, and you're looking for a positional advantage, Travis Kelsey, man. Yep. He's I, a tier I, by himself. I d- He's, yeah. You could take him at pick four. Like that's as high as I think you can get him, or you'd want to take him, but. Usually you can get him at the back end of the first. And we're um, not projecting anyone to come into Chiefs offense this year and take targets away. If no, anything, lose. more targets. No, you right. know? <laughs> yeah, last year, 145 targets, 105 catches, 1,400 yards, 11 touchdowns. Ridiculous. Dude's a stud. He's going to get close to at least average on eight catches a game. Uh, Where would you like actually take him? As high as, high as like, seven four. or eight. The thing when you take Kelsey, though, you have to do it with a plan. What's you wrong with taking have... him at four, though, man? I know you want to take a running back, but this guy's safer. This guy's safer than a running back. I have no four, dude. I, I think I – think... You have to do it with a plan, though, yeah. because it does mean you're going to have – 
I, you're going to have to have uh, like mid round guys that you really like that are going to be starting. Like your, your RB two, if you're not careful, could get pretty rough in that event. So you got to do it with a plan. For That's sure. part of it, man. Yeah, I was going to say, and I'll take Luke's farther. I'll say three. Yeah, I think it's it's after McCaffrey. After McCaffrey, Dalvin, I don't think there's a, a set pick. I think you could go Adams. I think you could go Adams, could go Kelsey. RB. Dude, I'll tell I'm... you why I wouldn't do that. Do you want to know why I wouldn't, wouldn't do that? Thank you. Because you. I think you can take one of those beast running backs and get Darren Waller in the second, who we'll talk about. Sure. And Darren Waller is going to have a season pretty similar to sure. Kelsey's this year. So or Kittle or just literally anything. I am around that area, so I have been mocking quite frequently. Let's just hypothetically say you could go. Don't tell me you've taken Travis Kelsey no, at two, saying, bro. I'm just saying, let's say you go Kamara at three. Okay. You come back and you go Waller in the second. Because okay. um, more than likely he's not going to last to that pick at you at three in the third round. Right. Um, and then you come back at three with, let's say, a Keenan Allen. Yeah, dude. Okay? I love that. So you got that three. Or you go with something along the lines of a Kelsey, Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen. That's awesome, too. Once, I mean, you're going to have to get lucky with running backs. I later, actually, I don't hate it. And you, you can, because then you can do a Chris Carson, Miles Gaskin, whatever. That's what I'm saying. You get that Mike, Mike Davis, Davis, Montgomery And then you get the rookies to come in later. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. But doesn't this sound way better? Zeke. And then Darren Waller. And then, you know, what would have been Michael Keenan, Thomas, sure. Keenan Allen. I like that. <laughs> No, it is. I'm, it gets, I'm just saying. I think you can get, like you said, if you have a plan, I think you can get away with it. Having a beast tight end like that gives you such an edge, like every week. It's We've just you're going to win that position. What fantasy is when we don't think about it a lot like that is a is a chess game mm-hmm. or, or a or a duel of positions, right? And you, and whoever wins more of the positional battles, you know, yeah, Michael Thomas v Keenan Allen, uh, Travis Kelsey v uh, Kyle Pitts, you're going to win the match. So every week. You can almost check off your tight end, that that positional battle as a victory as a double, yeah. and then you got to worry about. I think other. Kelsey was on the highest amount of championship teams last year, eighteen percent of them or something. I saw that like, stat. Yep, he's as he's as safe as it gets in my opinion. Yep. Now, and I would love him if he. Do comes you ever cons- think about like just going completely balls to the wall? And, uh, and trying to lock up the number one quarterback and tight end and doing a Pat Mahomes Kelsey or is that too absolutely outrageous? I think it's it's too it's too much. Those are two positional victories. It's a great stat. Every yeah, I know. And maybe you can try to acquire them <clears throat> through the year, but I don't think you should take both because taking a quarterback high that only averages about three more points from the next guy. Like Pat, we'll, we'll talk about the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, on the quarterback show, I think he uh, the highest last year was Josh Allen. I think at like. 29.7 and then Mahomes was 27 so now you can get Josh Allen two rounds later like there's a lot to talk about in quarterbacks and how they all pretty much score the same and you don't want to reach on one and if you did that, I'm a Mahomes in the fourth round guy not in the third round if you do but that, he's gonna go in the third careful what if you've got to nail you've got to nail your next like yeah four picks with stuff what if you do like Travis Kelsey D hop Pat Mahomes and so then your wide receiver one is going to win a lot of the weeks your tight end is going to win a lot of the weeks, and your quarterback. And you're, then you have a few more spots that you got to hit on. That quarterback spot, you're only winning the week on Barely. average by three points. Yeah. That's the actually next quarterback. A good point. So yeah, it's that's like, very true. yes, so the cost you have of replacement freaking is... Patrick, freaking Mahomes. It's awesome, but it's like the yeah, the cost replacement value of all that shit is not as valuable as you think it will be at the end of the year. Sure. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. The difference between Pat Mahomes and the second and third, Lamar Jackson quarterback is not that much. It's not that much on a weekly basis. Yes, Mahomes will have that 50-point week that will put you in your head that, 
holy shit, right. I need to have this guy in the third round, right. you know. Whereas the difference between Nick Chubb and Devin Singletary is significant. Yes, and I did a lot of research on this mm-hmm. because I have the chance of taking Mahomes every third round, it seems like, in my mock drafts, and I don't. But I was in the beginning. I was like, damn, I'm getting Mahomes. This is awesome. I can then tell I did you research. it is awesome. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, I had him one year before. The it's best our, part about Mahomes is really the – he won't. He's never going to kill you. He's never going to kill right. you. He might like you'll be down fifty points going into a Monday Night Football game, and it's Pat Mahomes, and it's like, I might. The one I thing I really win. don't want because I know our twelfth pick, if Tyreek Hill gets to him, is going to take Tyreek Hill, and I don't want him to get Mahomes with him in the fourth, the third, fourth turn. So I might have someone needs to grab him before that. <laughs> but uh, let's move on to the next tight end. We probably took too much time on him. It is uh, Darren Waller of the Las Vegas Raiders. Wow, he so is... Waller actually did move ahead in ADP. Yeah. I was wondering uh, if that would happen. I, I said a couple weeks ago, remember, Waller had moved. No, no, well, his ADP behind. isn't behind, but he is ranked on the expert consensus ranking as two, and I, I agree with that. He's, yeah, he's my two. I mean, Kittle's a stud, too, but he's just sure. the When injuries. I hear Darren Waller, I think Pickle. I know you love him. I know you loved him when he was on Hard Knocks and no one oh, yeah. knew his name. Yep. He was one of the few of those, like, athletic freaks that actually turns out to be, like, an I did not know who Darren beast. Waller was, and Pickle was talking about him at the draft, and I'm like, who the fuck? Dude, who are you talking about? At this point, he's... <laughs> and the, I like him. He's a person. poor man's Kelsey. It's the same situation. We Good just, story. We don't have Great Mahomes. Story. Unfortunately, we have Carr. Probably a better running game than the Chiefs. Unfortunately, we have Carr. No. Dude, he's going to challenge you to an, a cage match now. Yeah, he will, actually. <laughs> I hope so, see that. What are you doing? He's, he's going like, uh, to hear you talking shit. But basically, he just gets peppered with targets. Yeah. There's there's little to no chance he's realistically that team's number one target, um, yep. similar to Kelsey. Um, and he's not their number one. Yeah, not yeah, their number yeah, one. That's what I mean, not their number one target. So, I mean, it's just the main cog in an offense that likes to throw the ball down the field. And lines him up at wide receiver uh, yeah, constantly. I him, mean, he gets the he often the red zone. gets the Devonte Adams treatment down in the red zone. Right, they just like laser it right to him. He's right nice, away. man. Mm-hmm. He was nicer when you could get him in the fourth round, though. That's the pro- yeah. yeah. Are you, he's climbed. This all- happens every year. So the way you win fantasy, we talk about it all the time, is you have to hit before the guy hits, mm-hmm. right? So you have to hit on the player before he hits on the field. Yeah, it, that's where the luck comes in. You you guessed correctly. Here, your Paying top dollar. It's similar to McCaffrey. When people were winning championships with McCaffrey, they were getting him at the back of the first, early second. Taking him number one, you've you've erased any upside, obviously. He cannot finish higher than that. With Darren Waller, he's being taken as the second tight end now. So yeah. he has to finish as the second tight end to pay yeah. you back. Or yeah. I guess the first. Could yeah, be. I think yep. Waller for me is the dream in most drafts is the people that take Kittle before him. Correct. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, I'm now getting him as the third, third tight end off the board. In the third round, beginning of the third round. And is Waller like number two? Some, for, you? for me, he's number two. Is he for you too, Pickle? Yeah, he is for me just because I think that the 49ers are going to run the ball a ton. And they have two pretty good receivers. Yeah, that, more that weapons to use. The Raiders, Brian Edwards, hey, looks really good in camp. We'll talk about that at some point. And out of, out of the trio, realistically... I mean, I'm not a big Jimmy G fan, and mm-hmm. Trey Lance is a rookie. So, I mean, in terms of quarterback rapport situation, yeah, my dynasty quarterback the other two definitely have have the edge there. Yeah, um, does, is, Waller doesn't get hurt, does he? He's pretty sturdy. So far, no. Yeah, yeah so he's far, been an yeah. Iron Man. I still believe, though, if I had to pick which one could challenge Kelsey in a perfect world, I would probably still pick Kittle. Mm-hmm. Really? But that's like Kittle playing 17 games, which is not going to happen um, just because he has that. Like, 50, Waller has crazy point. yard potential, yeah. but – Kittle's already shown us he could realistically go for 1,500 plus yards. Oh, yeah. Which is like absurd for obviously a tight end. Remember yeah. when Kittle came back last season and dropped 50? 
Yeah, yeah that's right. Kittle yeah. had a game when uh, he came back. And but I, do I, I think he's got a shot to challenge? No. I don't think he'll play the whole season at mm-hmm. all. That's the other thing. He really has gotten banged up a lot. A lot. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we're talking about him. I guess our third-ranked yeah. or the third-ranked tight end is uh, George Kittle of the San Francisco 49ers. Does it's, anybody here not have him at three on their rankings? No, we all got him at three, it looks like. Yeah. I, I, the only one that would come close is uh, Hawkinson for me, maybe, uh, just because of sheer targets. But Kittle is such a beast athletically. He's in a good offense. Um, I mean, yeah. it's we, Kittle is number three for me, but I don't want him. He, yeah, Shh, I don't really want sense. him either unless it's the fourth round. Um, I don't think he's going to – he might get there in our league. I don't know. But he's going to slip. I think Waller gets taken ahead of him. Uh a lot of people are a little bit sour on him from last year. Don't want to take a risk. Yeah, me. The thing, well, the thing about Kittle is that he doesn't have to do like a lot relative to what he can do in order to deliver on fantasy. Because tight ends, yeah. besides the top three or four, their stats are so mediocre. Like I'm looking at Bob Tonyan was tight end three last year on 586 yards receiving. Yeah. So like Kittle, even with my expectations low, he can easily get eight, nine hundred yards. Well, that's the thing. Twelve games out of Kittle, still probably tight end. Three, exactly. Know. Yes, the bar is super low. So yeah, I mean, even would Kittle I take more yards than? Uh, oh, you're right. Thirty-four. You're right. He had more. Than- <laughs> how many games did he play? Um, last year, he had uh, forty-eight how many catches. Games. I mean, see, yeah, that's like it. The only problem is he didn't have the the touchdowns. Um, and I see Kyle Pitts there. I, I could. Kyle Pitts is that was the one. I, I was, can't wait I was, to talk about. I was about curious Pitts. about if anyone was gonna. Yeah. Um, rocket him up. But yeah, I mean, uh, I don't like I don't like him in the third round. Fourth round feels like awesome. Beginning of fourth round for Kittle, but it seems like he's going in the third round of most drafts. One, so. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. So Kittle played half the There's year. There's no last fucking year. way he played eight games, dude. He cucked me all season. Yeah, I feel like that's probably like six well, with like one six. Was, probably, one players. was week seventeen. One was week sixteen. I was out of the <laughs> fucking playoffs by then because of him. But mm-hmm. it was probably uh, he then, got hurt. <laughs> Yeah, he obviously got hurt in game, game one, yeah. so then he then he came back, and he was the tight end one when he came back for 33. You know, last Jeez. year was the first time That's I've tough, ever man. taken a tight end in the first two rounds, and I took Kittle in three leagues. Damn. Not in our league, though, right? No, I no, took yeah. Kevin Holmes in our league. Mm-hmm. I, I just threw everything um, out the window. So after three, that'll pretty much do it for the tight end show, huh? Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I have some guys that I really like in yeah. the, like, eight to five range yeah. that I'm, I'm going hard for that I think are getting slept on. We'll review the first six on the uh, expert consensus record, and then we'll throw in a couple extra or who we think could break the top 12 or possibly top six. Um, number number four? four ranked is TJ Hawkinson of the Detroit Lions. I'm a little nervous about this one. I am too. He was tight end five last year in most in PPR scoring. That's what's crazy. They suck ass. <laughs> they do. They do suck and ass. If, if your main weapon is a slow tight end, isn't a team going to be like, all right, linebacker and another guy, let's just take away this guy. Sure. Let's have maybe Swift beat us. I don't know. Their wideouts are The The good thing jabronis. is defenses can stop both of them. Because it's literally just them two. It's <laughs> Swift and Hawkinson. It I'm is. not really afraid Perriman's going to do anything. We can, we can man him up. It's the same thing we talk about with, like, Cooks. Like, do we really expect Cooks to come mm-hmm. out as that number one target? It, they have safe floors, I think, because they'll be, they'll be volume. see 70 targets, there's sure. not a shot in the world. No, but Cooks He's isn't the number four t- wide receiver in rankings. Well, yeah, he's the number four tight end in ranking, so that's the equivalent of like wide receiver eighty at this point. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Hawkinson no, Hawkinson is a safe floor, I think, because they're going to have to target him hyperly. Yeah, 101 targets last year, 100 or uh, 67 catches, 723 yards. I do think the targets go up. Obviously, with another game, they will. But he will. He's not going to have any. He's not going to have high ceiling games. I don't think. Yeah, I think that's a good point that he doesn't have the. Whereas, like a Pitts that we're going to talk about has the ceiling to get that top two, top three spot. I don't necessarily think there's any world where Hawkinson, even with all that volume, yeah, can get up to there. But yeah, I think he does have an awesome floor week to week. Yeah, uh, he's getting eight to ten, and which is a tight end one performance every yep, week. And if he scores a touchdown, I mean, last year he had uh, six touchdowns. It's yeah. tough to say how how that's going to go. But So, yeah, you get a touchdown, you'll be in the 15-point range, and then you'll be happy with Hawk, which you're going to be happy with him most weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not going to be 40, the big 30. Spike yeah, ceiling it's just shit. not. He yeah. doesn't have that, I don't think, because they're going to eventually take that away. And for what it's worth, I guess we should point out Jared Goff tight end history is pretty decent. He's always fed yeah. Everett and Higby kind of consistently. Yeah. And just never, you know, only the one season of only Higby, but it's always they were always pretty involved. I mean, but it is granted it was McVeigh as well, but still mm-hmm. he was sustaining fantasy pass catchers. Yep, for his career, so for sure, Goff isn't like a total yeah valid exactly. Yeah. I I feel better about him than I do about like a Carson Wentz coming in, you know, like something like that. There yep. you go. Yeah. Um, so I no, I agree with you though that it is a more of a floor play with with Hawk Dog. Sixty seven catches last season. That honestly feels like what he could get this year. I mean, maybe maybe more. Yeah. like seventy ish. Eighty. Eighty. What do you guys 80, think about the only guy? Yeah. <laughs> this this next guy uh, is ranked number five. Ooh. I would rather have him over TJ Hawk. His name is Mark Andrews of the Baltimore Ravens. Six or eighty eight targets last year. Fifty eight receptions. Seven hundred one. Yards and seven rushing t- or receiving touchdowns. Um, what do you guys think about Mark Andrews? The up and down season last year. I'm about to look at some consistency, so speak about him and I'll, I'll check out the stats. Yeah, so last season he struggled from the Lamar Jackson kind of uh, accuracy struggles big time. I know he also did have some drop games too. I know he had some like where he was dropping the ball a ton. So yeah, just kind of like a a really down, uh, disappointing season for Mark Andrews, and he finishes the tight end seven or tight end six. I'm so. going <laughs> to play a little bit of devil's advocate, too. He had something going on health-wise at the beginning of last year, if I'm not mistaken. Something that's like, another like problem. a major health concern where he was debating retiring, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and that's the thing with Andrews, too, is he's been banged up and limited every year of his career. They use him not – his snap percentages are never on par with, like, your the top, top tier tight ends. Yeah, he's always kind of limited, so – I don't know if he's got some sort of chronic lower body. I want to say there was something that was like a legit health concern, and that so that combined with no off season with COVID and all that, he probably will have a better bounce back year. But yeah, with him, it feels like George Kittle, where I'm like, this guy's not playing a full season, sure, but I'm not getting someone that could do what Kittle does in the limited amount of time. It's baked into his ADP too. He's going in the sixth round, yeah, you know, six, like early seventh round. I love that spot for Andrews. Um, I mean, last year. Tight end one was forty three percent of the time he played. That's third best. Uh, Travis Kelsey was eighty seven percent of the time, and Waller fifty percent of the time was a tight end one. Nice. And Andrews right there at forty three percent. So that's yeah, it's pretty consistent. I mean, almost fifty percent consistency. You're not. I mean, it's hard in tight ends, man. Like I'm looking said, down yeah, the down, line right now. Down season for Andrews still gets him tight end six. Yeah, and those uh, are decent numbers for tight ends in general. Seven hundred yards, seven touchdowns. Hayden Hurst, uh, six point well, one. The, uh, health concern I was talking 6. about 3. was type one diabetes. That's a decent health concern uh, right there. So yep, that is something to 
possibly keep in your mind. Um, the other oh, thing shit. Is they did add some pass catchers with Sammy Watkins, mm-hmm. Bateman. I read that wrong. Uh, Tylen Wallace. Let me correct my stat real quick. He was a tight end one through six, 43% of the time. Kelsey was a tight end one through six, 87% of the time. <laughs> a one th- tight end one through 12, Mark Andrews was 57% of the time. So, you know, that's pretty pretty consistent. Yep. Right down that the most shocking end. part about that yeah, is but so is Logan that, Thomas. that gap between Kelsey and Waller. Obviously, yeah. I expected Kelsey to be at the top, but I expected Waller to put it more. more I mean, all you can ask for is to try to get a hit in the top, unless you're drafting those top three guys. Mm-hmm. Man. Pat. OJ Howard. So we go back to that, Luke, real quick. Right. Oh, I hit Pat, consistent. How, how much does it pain you to see who was on the bottom of that list? Hayden Hurst? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know, you, Hayden Hurst sucks. So Hayden Hurst tight end nine last year somehow. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, I so I was right. The actually. bar is so <laughs> we fucking right. low. I hit, I hit, actually. And that's why I believe that we should be talking about the possibility that Kyle Pitts comes in as it a rookie, sucks. does the unheard, oh. uh, unheard of, and is immediately a, a good fantasy tight end. I mean, look, some of these stats are not like – we. I go back to Evan Ingram. Uh, and yes, we're six go to, ranked uh, Kyle Pitts. So. Yeah, that's why we're going. Gonna go, I was going to go in Kyle Pitts. So Evan Ingram rookie season had 800 receiving yards, was a top 12 tight end easily. Why? Because he got a shitload of targets because there was no one else to throw to. Almost the same situation with Pitts in Atlanta. The only other targets Calvin Ridley. There is no one. It's Russell Gage, Calvin Ridley, Man, and Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Pitts is skinny. Matt Ryan is the quarterback. Matt Ryan is a proven fantasy distributor. He will get his guys' fantasy points. Dude, I don't know, bro. I thought I honestly like I, I thought Hayden Hurst was going to do a lot better there last year, and like that kind of freaked me out. Tight end nine, tight end nine for Hayden Hurst. Yes. That's what I was going to get to. So if you take that and you give that to Kyle Pitts, along with the fact that Kyle Pitts is going to be used way more than Hayden Hurst, they're lining up at wide receiver. I mean, his usage is just like through the roof. I don't know. And then also great talent. Yeah, but you got to uh, bake into his talent and all that where you have to take. Right now he's getting taken in the middle of the fourth round. I don't That's believe. crazy. That's yeah. absurd. He's a sixth to seventh round pick sure. for me. Yeah, I um, like him where I was saying I like because Andrews-ish. If he doesn't give you that best tight end season ever, you've lost you, your season. You, you've pretty you've thrown a huge pick away into yeah. the trash because he needs to beat the Mike Dick thousand yard season, which I do think he can. No, like I don't I, think he even needs to beat that. He needs to beat the Evan Ingram season. Well, to to make up for um, not in four. Yeah, you're right. For, to make the for, fourth round. Sure. Yeah, for the wide receiver, you could take in the fourth like sure. that. You're going to be taking picks over. I can't over. believe he's going to really go in the fourth. Is he going to really? No, go in the fourth I think round in our drafts, drafts, I think we're pretty. Oh, I think he goes sixth round in our draft. No, he'll go. I, in I the thought fifth. the opposite. I I've already basically crossed him off my board. Kyle's like, going to take him. Yeah, I feel even, like your I'm brothers going to debate it because somebody. It's we have too many Florida people. We have too many people that are big on. We got two Floridas. When you look, well, uh, just guys. People give a shit. I literally don't give a shit that this. Guy a lot of people do. I couldn't care less. A lot. But of when you're going down the there. tight end board and you're drafting, and you see the once you get past the top three guys, there are no like sexy names. Sort mm-hmm. of. Pitts Kyle is Pitts sexy. is the sexiest name. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. the biggest, flashiest name. He'll get. To, I think. See, I think he'll be taken early now. Shit. I don't yeah, think he now goes that I think fit. about it, god damn it, he probably will. Because you I, were taking. I thought Hayden Hurst was going to break out last year, but he got taken early in our draft by like Ryan in the eighth. And that was early. Remember, he was more of a ninth, tenth round guy. I was like, this is incredible. This is awesome. In the fourth, how about mm-hmm. this? Let's be reasonable. Even in the fifth, Kyle Pitt scares me. Yeah. He is a rookie. Yeah, like, he has to overcome a lot of historical deficiencies. Which he has. We should be clear already. He has already overcome a lot of those. He's, yeah. He is the unicorn. 
But, I mean, I, I feel very confident top six season coming for, for Mr. Pitts. Maybe. As far as tight ends. But, Maybe. as Luke points out, that's not good enough to make make it worth a fourth-round pick. No. Like, are you taking him over, you know, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, right. Amari Cooper, Kenny G, Adam no. Thielen, DJ Moore, chance. Amari Cooper, Jamar Chase. That's kind of the same situation rookie, but sure. Um, I don't know. Is DJ Moore ranked that? I There's mean, so yeah, many good you, wide receivers this mm-hmm. year. You want to fill out your roster, I get it. I can see him as a six-round pick. It's probably the earliest mm-hmm. I could take him because of all the history points, you know, not to being able to be good as a t- rookie tight end. I think he'll be different. Um, that's right, why he, that's why he him, is this you got to ar- be able to argue against history to be able to yeah. identify outliers. Because yes. if there's nothing but history going against them, then, well, shit, you know? Uh, but, yeah, you're right. Sixth round is... Sounds about right for... Would you actually take him in the sixth? I would, for sure. I would almost take him fifth round. Because really? I think he's going to get a shitload of targets. And it's I don't, then I'm, I'll, I'll never have him then. I think he's going to get a ton of targets. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough for me to t- – because I know the value you need to get back for, like, getting a tight end that's going to be tight end six is really not that much points. No. You know, like, that's you can, that's you know, why you it's can so – Noah Fant, like, five, like, three rounds later. Yeah, that's the – like, you can grab a Noah Fant, but that doesn't mean he's going to be close mm-hmm. to Pitts. You, you really have to hit – Pitts got to hit. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think he can. I think he's extremely He can. that he receiver – like, when, once a risk, you get but, to that end of the fifth round receivers, you're talking about guys like – Devontae Smith, yeah. sort of like in that kind of realm. I mean, yeah, that's why I I put him right in there. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not, it's I get it. T Higgins, kind of that group. Ooh, I like T Higgins. I, know. I like. T. <laughs> yeah. I Brandon would Higgins over T Higgins. Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. It it starts to be it starts to get weird there. Um, we'll see where he goes though. The Falcons I, are I, like I probably the best team he could have gone to. Though. Yeah, oh, it yeah, is. It's a great spot. great spot. Yeah. Finally, for a pick. Other than I mean, really, that's only the the best rookie fit probably was there. So All right, that's top six. Uh, these, are we going to do the rest of the top twelve? Let's um later. these next. We're going to do another six minutes here, uh, and let's discuss some tight ends you guys think will be in the top. Scroll uh, for I'll, me. Scroll. I'll, a I will. Uh, yeah. I think that you got. I think that or not. Not you guys. Sorry. I'm saying uh, the fantasy community is being a little hard on Logan Thomas, and I get it. Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't have the biggest history of throwing to tight ends, but it's the same offense as last year. He's still the same tight end one. They signed him to a new contract. That's the biggest thing for he me. He feels like contract. a really good, like, eighth round, seventh round fantasy tight end. Fuck, is he that early, bro? I thought you were going to say, like, 11. I, I don't think he's going to – well, if if you don't have to reach on him, I think mm-hmm. it's a fine pick oh, at the I end of your draft. But the thing I got coming against him now is Curtis Samuel. I think Samuel's going to take – he's that running back, wide receiver type of player that takes the, those tight end targets away, in my opinion. They're going to use Curtis Samuel. They will. I'm sure. kind of. I, I like Curtis Damn, Samuel. I like Adam Troutman sitting there at 14. Curtis is a little banged up though. Yeah, he's banged. I mean, I'm talking. And I, al- I do season. always like when they sign a guy to a new contract right before the season starts too. Like he's clearly right fixed into their he's offense. Involved. Like he's a he's exactly part of the game plan every week. I mean, I agree with the other guys. He's going around. I like him more than Mike Gesicki. I mean, here's a, here's a good one for me. Is would you rather have Logan Thomas in the ninth or Noah Fant in the seventh? Yeah, I mean, Noah Fant. Someone is, make a case for Noah Fant's Fant. right there, uh, but I need Teddy Bridgewater. To he's win that job. he's got that breakout potential. Noah Fant. He's Why? the one of the because he's if young and he's extremely he yeah. he's extremely athletic. Why I agree with 
he I need more than people are just saying he's going to break out. Yeah. Well, he, had to, I mean, he was tight end eight last year. Let's be clear, he was not a scrub last year. He was tight end eight. Yeah. No offense. So yeah, but Hayden Hurst and, right and, and his athletic, <laughs> he's 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 like a wide receiver almost. Like he's super uh, fast. He's, I get. I he's get good. That, but we're I mean, he's at, got a lot of weapons around. We're him, looking though. at two quarterbacks who haven't really done a whole True. lot in the league in terms of spreading it around to a lot of weapons. But Teddy last year for the Panthers did have three guys over a thousand yards. Yet yeah, none of them were the tight end. Curtis, Rob. Well, they didn't have he a did. tight end. Yeah, they had my guy. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> they didn't have a tight and here's end. a good point or, what's about what's his name? Ian. Uh, Ian Thomas. Ian yeah. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Teddy did produce three thousand yard receivers, which is pretty impressive. That's why and this I want year him. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. And, and uh, Hamler. 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 Oh, well, so I, I or Tim Patrick. Yeah, right. uh, I want I, th- I do want Teddy to win that job because it feels like with Locke, he's going to be just constantly throwing like it downfield and not looking at the middle of the field yeah. for the tight end. But horse cock lock last year, like I said, the bar is so low for tight ends that fan last year, 673 yards, 62 catches, three touchdowns. That's the problem. I always he has say to it. get those touchdowns. I always up. say it. I never want that middle batch of tight ends. I mm-hmm. never want the Noah fans, the Gesickis, the Robert Tanyans, the Evan Ingram sitting there in the middle of the drafts. I want Austin Hooper there at tight end 17. You I want, want Gerald Troutman. Everett with the Seahawks. I want Troutman at the end of your draft. I, I don't. Troutman's going to move up. Troutman has already sure, moved up too much to I where I am. Troutman's even, like, the hot low. pick this year as a like late round tight end where you're going to take him in like the 10th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I look and, at these, though, these 7th rounders, I'd rather have these ninth rounders. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Who are we looking at for here? me. If I'm I don't get one of the top man. six, mm. I'm taking a jabroni at the back end of the draft. Higby, fact, you don't know oh, the yeah. best value. Higby at ten in the tenth in the borderline eleventh round is the best value. I was going to say we need to bring That's up incredible. Higby. Yes, Higby is a great value. In some rankings, I've seen Higby higher. Like in I think Yahoo standard rankings, they have Higby really high. ESPN, he's not as high. Uh, he's he's different throughout. Love Higby. Matthew yeah. Stafford is going to feed him. He's already Bro, had a the good eleventh round season. isn't. You're getting Stafford's tight end. Remember he's that a, five game stretch for Higby two years ago? Oh, he's he just an just animal. Was tight end one every yeah. week. It was like, what the fuck? But he's got that in him. Dude he like a is a physically capable receiver yeah. or tight end. Sorry, receiving and staff tight end. infection throws to the tight ends, bro. Yes, uh, I like him back end tight end one possibility just for sure. Feels so gross to me though. Gasicki feels gross all the time. I, I'm I out on I think, Gasicki. I think Tanyan's going to be a bust. I'm sorry. Too many touchdowns last year with yeah, not a he's lot. Asking, yeah, the, the touchdown rate with 59 targets, and he had 11 touchdowns, that's dude. Insane. That's just not going to happen again. That's it's going to come back to the medium. He'll score five or six times probably, especially now that they have Randall Cobb too. Uh, I don't know. Who do you just, like uh, between Gasicki and, and, and Tunyon? Who Gisicki. do you like? I like Tunyon. But you can't take him in the ninth round, in my opinion. I think if he was back where you know the Hoopers are and shit, doesn't matter. I just can't take a guy that's Luke. Scroll down no, and I give, agree. That give was me like a, some late round a ridiculous yeah. instance that happened. But where are the touchdowns going to go? To Devontae Adams, <laughs> to Devontae, to Aaron Jones, to I, and I, Devin Funches. I mean, so the same place. The as thing is, Randall Cobb. No, I feel like Cobb's going to be a big part. If of those man. eleven touchdowns though only get to like only drop to like seven or eight, he's that's still a good fantasy tight end. Yeah. You know, yeah, still certainly top twelve. No, I, I agree, but not a, we're not in the ninth round. You don't want to take a, a tight end in the ninth round. That's going to get you seven. I think the ninth round comes with the possibility though that he is playing with Rodgers. I think he potentially is the number two target. Hunter Henry's going to be nice this year. Take my word for it. I know John who's there, but just Hunter Henry. No, why would they go out and sign Jonu to the highest paid tight end contract and not in the league of the free agency? And then get Hunter Henry. Wouldn't you think they'd prioritize Henry? Then? Probably, but I just think Hunter Henry's better. 
Like they may have paid Johnu more, but I think Hunter Henry's gonna be nice. This is a pivotal tight end question, dude. In leagues this year, it yeah. really is Johnu versus Hunter. I mean, or either. Are you, or either. Do you even take either? Mm. I, I do. Like, I think Hunter. I've always thought he Hunter was feels like the more traditional tight end play, and then Johnu, the guy they move into the backfield sort of and do yeah. get a little more creative with what that ends up looking like in terms of fantasy is tough. Uh, I would say Hunter maybe has a more touchdown upside. For me, Hunter probably feels like a more Cam Newton-esque target in terms of just being big-bodied. Cam can't actually accurately throw the football, and Hunter Henry's kind of a slow turd. Um, so I just think it probably fits Cam as like a check-down safety blanket. What the fuck am I missing that Gerald Everett is the 21st-ring tight end? Gerald Everett's got sleeper potential, that's Every for sure. Three, He's like the perfect tight end year. He's where my, you can get him in your last This is pick. my least favorite fantasy take of the, of the offseason is this whole Gerald Everett thing. I kind of like it, but I that's will my say thing. I can't not argue it because it's the tight end position. Yep. But like, come on, guys. Why? But when you, nice, I think bro. he can outscore Gronk, Hooper, Jarwin Cook, Ebron for sure. Those are the guys just in front of the Seahawks them. are big on him. They've talked him up this offseason. They've said, you know, this is a guy we wanted to draft. We tried to trade for him last year. Like, I don't they're... believe a word. And he was always the guy. Yeah, that's a word, true. Pete said. true. He was always the guy that was cucking uh, Higby. Uh, uh, yeah, and I know them. McVay, like, on his way out the door, had, like, great things to say. But Bro, I'm I, drafting Everett so hard. You just gassed him up right now. Every time I think of Seattle. You're not going to get him. Metcalf and I don't Lockett, think I am. It just immediately That's what I'm like – I really am afraid of that. Because for half the year, as the owner of Lockett or Metcalf, you kind of feel a little bit bad about yourself at some point during the Seattle. That's why during I the hate being picked one, dude. Yeah. It's I have 24 picks till it gets back to me. Like I said, I can't predict anything. I think Everett, in terms of, like – Sleeper tight ends I like now that Troutman's value has gotten so ridiculous. Like Everett is now kind of my favorite sleeper no, tight end. Dude, I think. Stop, I mean, bro. I mean, I'm, I'm looking not... at some of these others. I do like OJ Howard as a as a, like a Bucks fan. Just saying, I think that all of the receiving or most of the receiving opportunities Gronk got last year, in which he delivered a great fantasy season, were supposed to go to Howard. Yeah, and we saw that. In and the he beginning was of the nice season. for for a couple games. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so I do like Howard as a. I think he should be taken in drafts. I think know. I think Howard's worth a last round pick mm-hmm. if you want to take two tight ends as your last two picks. Yeah. Um, Gronk. I'm not sure he's going to be big on fantasy value this year. I think he'll kill it in the playoffs like usual, but yeah. he seems like a guy that usually there's seem in the scheme as a blocker most of the year, and mm-hmm. then they'll unleash him type of in clutch situations yeah. and stuff like that. Yes, yeah. Do you know he never in the he talked about it in the Super Bowl game? He's never ran where he comes across the line and has a hot route to go catch a pass, and that was the first time they ever ran that play. The I first touchdown of the game, play, yeah. Uh, he says, I've always came and I've always had a block. There's not a single time I've ever leaked out on that coming across the the middle play to score on the first touchdown. And that's what you do in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you you got to do yeah. unpredictable does it, don't, shit. Doesn't, doesn't things feel right that football is coming back? Yeah. Oh, yes. There's it's football the game. We didn't even and... say this Thursday there is wow. NFL preseason The fall is coming. And... The Hall of Fame game. The Hall yeah. of freaking Fame game is back. Who is it? The Cowgirls Cow always? Cowgirls and Steelers. By yep. far the worst game of the year, but still. It's but, football. hey, it's football, <laughs> man, and there you'll see a third-round guy in there that, uh, you know, Chase, Chase Claypool would have played in the Hall of Fame game last year. Yeah. Uh, so there will certainly be some, some guys under the radar playing. Well, that'll do it, man. Pat, you want to take us out for the tight end show? And that was today's episode of Quarterback Queens. Don't forget to find us on Spotify, Google Play Store, and Apple Podcasts. Hit subscribe and leave us a review. If it's less than five stars, do not leave us a review. We are going to be doing multiple episodes throughout the week, kicking off now as we near drafts, near the season. 
And just for the kingdom out there. Man, I was on a roll there. Are we live from Chili's on Thursday? <laughs> we'll be at Chili's for the. Uh, <laughs> this is not an ad. We will be at Chili's <laughs> for the Hall of Fame game. Their two for ten meal is tremendous. <laughs> Try their. No, no, yeah, I'm not. No, we're not. You got to pay for this kind of bullshit. I'm not about to just give you this. But we will be at a restaurant that Does has the wherewithal to pay for a sponsorship <laughs> for the Hall of Fame game. Until next week, what are we? What's the next episode? Quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. We will discuss quarterbacks on the next episode. Take it easy, Kings. See ya.